Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Oh, <laughs> Eric Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, That's did right. I get that? I hope I did. Uh, which one are we talking about? Which one are we talking about? It's, you know, we meant to do it last week. No, I didn't watch it again. So it's these, okay, are, these are week old thoughts now. <laughs> I'm so mad. I left. So I told you I went home today because I had to get my recording equipment. Mm-hmm. I left my notes at home and I had such good notes on this episode from last time and yeah. I just completely forgot them. And so my lesson, I tried to like make it as close to my lesson that I originally had. It's not as good. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself. It's what you get for writing notes on paper. Oh, I know. It's 2021, you know, put them in a the cloud. I know. Wait, did I? <laughs> One moment. No, there's no way. Did I? Oh my god, if I'm about to... If you just said that and it... I mean... It's here! It's here! Hooray. Oh my god! Oh my god, I'm so happy! There you go. Yes! Okay, you're, you're great. You're welcome, I suppose. Wow, That's thank you! I forgot that I took digital notes for this episode. There you go. I'm so happy. <laughs> wow. Okay. That just made my whole day. <sighs> and this is such a better lesson. Oh my God. Wow. Good for Thank you. God. I wasn't even close to what I wrote. What yeah. the hell did I write? So we're recording two today and they're two of your faves back to back, huh? Yeah. Well, right? Starry Night is not one of my favorites, I'd say, but I it's just it a very important one. Oh, I feel, um, I see. I don't know. You talk about it a lot. I thought that it was really one of your faves. That's fair. That's fair. It's just one that I remember a sure. lot. And I think it's, it's also one of my favorite moments with Sean and Angela. Ah, okay, sure. And yeah. so it has a lot of, like, good things. I hate Topanga in it, but yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, we're talking about Eric Hollywood. But today first. we're talking about Eric Hollywood, which is one of my favorites, just because it's all about Eric. And I love episodes that are all about Eric. We've had some, like, pretty serious, like, Corey, Topanga, Sean, Angela relationship, getting deep diving into those. We haven't had a lot of Eric recently, Eric's so they gave us a whole episode, and it's glorious. It's so good. I sandwiched, love it. he's sandwiched firmly between two episodes where he doesn't appear. Yes, correct. <laughs> so correct. he gets he gets a star vehicle for a minute, which begs the question: What was he doing? What? Yeah. Right. What else was he filming? <laughs> Maybe. My date with the president's daughter. Maybe he was filming My Day with the President's Daughter. Although I think that came out in ninety seven and this he is ninety eight. Doing Maybe some... doing press for my pres- my, I don't, my favorite really, president's think, daughter. You think I he can't... did a big press tour for my date with the oh, president's not a, daughter? Not a big, it's not, it's not, not a, a big fucking, one. like Marvel movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is Will Friedle not in the Marvel universe is my question. Anyway. I don't really think he's doing a lot of acting anymore. That's true. He does mostly both voiceovers. Yeah. Like voice he acting. just does no voice acting stuff. He's Batman. Maybe he was doing Batman Beyond voice work during this. Yeah. <laughs> that's there you go. There you go. Um, I mean, listen, if, if Will Friedle was going to show up in, in any superhero universe, it would be, I think, in a voiceover, and I would be very happy with that. That Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with that. If, I'll take it. If like uh, he like the you know in a Spider-Man movie, he's like some robot voice. That'd be a blast. This is the Phoenix. <laughs> it is indeed. We're talking about season five, episode nineteen. Eric Hollywood. Again, you didn't see it, but Skylar had to lean over to look at my notes because he had no idea what episode we were. It was were. a really good visual gag. It um, was for this audio format. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what else people love? 
hearing you mm-hmm while sipping, while sipping a my cup coffee. of coffee. And then taking like five second break because I have to let it cool in my mouth because it's very hot because I just poured it. I'm not going to take another sip of this for a hot second. No, no, please. Just keep sipping and mumbling about yeah. hot coffee. I God, it's... I don't know why I keep doing that. So today... It's exciting because this episode marks the first time that Eric says niece instead of niche. And he does this again in Seven the Hard Way and I'm going to be like you, Dad. And he also does this in Girl Meets World. So this is the kickoff of niece instead of niche, which I guess they just Strange thought it was gag. really funny. Strange yeah. gag to like bring back. I know. I guess they really <laughs> just thought it was funny. It's a, um, it's a weird callback. Also, a lot of the kids, the writers, they're, most of them are Michael Jacobs kids. Oh, I know. How many kids does he have? I don't know. <laughs> I saw three that looked a lot alike. Yeah. And it wasn't the kid who said, or it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the kid who said, ah, it's not poopy, you're poopy. Not mm. that kid. It's like the three older kids yeah. who are like, I'm too rich I'm for this. too old and too, too rich. Too rich. Yeah. It's like, it, those kids looked alike. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was. It's at not least... the you can kiss my diapered butt. No, <laughs> weird line. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was, and he just doesn't. Maybe he just doesn't look like them. But sure. But yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was funny. I didn't yeah. realize that it was mostly Michael Jacobs. Kids. That is funny. And yeah. also, as soon as you know that mostly they're related, then they all look alike. Yeah. Because I went into it knowing that I was yeah. like, oh, that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. And they have similar eyes. Interesting. <laughs> Analyzing these children's okay. facial features. Yeah. No, I can see that. That makes sense. That's yeah. Funny. That's a fun bit. So... It's a fun episode. It's a great time. Yes. Kicking off the episode just from the fact that they a tower or like a wall topples down on this character and then they have to like revive him. <laughs> I was like, this escalated so fast. He's like, I can't feel my arms and legs, and I'm and then she just leaves him. She the, just walks away. The stakes in this episode go from zero to a hundred in no time. And then from a hundred to a thousand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, so much when they pull them out. They, on the they are straight up out here um, like, all right, we got twenty minutes to develop Eric as a talented actor, yes. a a trip to Hollywood, yes. and a failure. And we gotta do all of that in twenty two minutes. <laughs> also, we're gonna have a B plot. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Right. So goofy. It has to go so fast. It does. It does. Which, like, I understand that everything goes so fast, blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as he gets there and he's bad, I was like, well, of course he's bad. He's only ever done Shakespeare. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me that... I mean, it makes sense to me that Eric would be the most drawn to ABC, but it doesn't make sense to me why an ABC director would be looking for a Shakespeare actor. You... You this really? Is, <laughs> I um, can't suspend my disbelief that much. <laughs> you think that Juilliard and RSC also showed up to a random ass just a random state school in Philadelphia? In Philadelphia. And <laughs> well, and here's the thing: I can suspend my disbelief a little bit for those because one, East Coast, like Juilliard, East Coast, like if they hear of a talent that's only getting rave reviews on the East Coast, it's almost like how colleges will go scout like high schoolers. That That's doesn't happen. High, high, people don't go scout high schoolers? Not for theater school. Oh, not for theater school. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, in the, in the again, the suspension of disbelief, I would believe that someone would go scout. But he's already in, in a college. Why would a college <laughs> go and they want scout him to transfer. a different college student? I don't know. They're trying to poach Juilliard him. is such a hard conservatory program. They don't want anyone starting in the middle. That's fair. <laughs> Taking, well, taking an issue with ABC being there, but everyone else is fine. RSC yeah. travels across the fucking Atlantic to Listen. pick up this 19-year-old who's 
doing yeah, okay. Yeah, that I don't understand. <laughs> that I, who's doing okay. Well, yeah, apparently, I mean, like, he's got, it's so funny because they say something about the bad reviews and he's like, there aren't any, or Morgan's like, there aren't any. And he's mm-hmm. like, I know. So yes. I'm like, man. He, In this local journalism yeah. circuit. Hey, my local journalism roasted some of those fucking. Listen, here's, he's got, there's a college, like a, a college paper being circulated. There might be like a small local press. It's not like the fucking Times, New York Times. <laughs> out here talking about Pembroke University's production of Romeo and Juliet. That's, what if it was? <laughs> Which was a followed was. apparently a week later by a production of Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn it. The whole, <laughs> the whole timeline is just really weird in this episode of like... Yeah, they start with Romeo and Juliet, and then they switch to Hamlet, and we're supposed to believe this is only, like, what, a week away? Well, so that's the issue, right? It's if if the B-plot didn't exist, yeah, then time doesn't matter, and yes. I can accept that, like, they're progressing through productions at the pace of which whatever they need to, and this takes place over the course of several weeks. Sure. But the the Eric and, not Eric, the Sean and Jack have chicken pox B-plot yeah. must take place over the course of about a week. Well, and that's kind of where we, you can, I guess, kind of, it can feel a little more fluid, like that may happen over the course of the week, but then Eric's plotline happens over more than that. So in this episode, the A plot and the B plot happen on completely different timelines. That's your Maybe like the B plot happens like on the tail end of the A plot. So like Eric, all of this happens and then once, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) Like once Hamlet kicks off, then that's when... That then a week happens from when Hamlet kicks off to the end of this episode. The only also, how long do chickenpox stay in your system? I've never had it. I've never had them either. I have to imagine that from the time it like is onset and you start treating it till the time that you are better, it cannot be more than seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and I unless it, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I've never had it. I've I never had I've it. I've heard though that it gets worse if you get them when you're older. Yeah. Well, so then, being uh, in college for Jack, he probably, I would say a week is a solid base, but sure. again, I have no frame of reference. The only, the, the, what I consider to be a more possible, um, explanation is that the university is actually running Romeo and Juliet and Hamlet in rap, which would also not, I mean, it's not like impossible. There's plenty of Shakespeare theaters that run in rap, Yeah, but I can't imagine why random not performing arts university in in Pennsylvania is going <laughs> to uh, run Romeo and Juliet and Hamlet and rap. And if you are running those in rap, poor choice. Yeah. What? <laughs> poor choice to what run if those Pembroke two in rap. Actually, has like an incredible theater program, <laughs> and we just don't know it because none of our characters do theater except right. now yes. Eric and yeah, Jack. The, why did, did and Jack randomly thrown in? Jack's there? apparently he's just trying to get some extracurriculars, Truly. trying to diversify a little bit. It's funny to me, though. Well, and that's even funny to me. That shows me that Penbrook doesn't have a very good theater program because I feel like if he were trying to get any extracurriculars or anything, they would stick him backstage and be like, "Okay, you're doing the curtains." Like they, I feel like they would just they would or make the theater you can majors. Be, you can be bite your thumb, fucker. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna be Tibble. No, <laughs> like there are acting majors, aren't there? Or like theater majors? Who I don't know. Probably I are let me say, as a former level? theater major, I would have been real fucking salty. Yeah. If we were putting on Romeo and Juliet and our 
Romeo and Artibble were two random fuckboys that, that are not <laughs> theater majors. Like, yeah, I would have been pissed. Well, been. Unless they are theater majors. Do we know they're majors? They are definitively undecided. <laughs> <laughs> so they maybe are, they are theater they majors. They are definitively just like generic liberal arts degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one ever declares a major. No. And I'm 99% sure they graduate with just like bachelors of science and liberal arts <laughs> you have a bachelor's of what nothing just a just, bachelor's they they did college they went to college like, <laughs> they did the college they went to, but they, they are pursuing a college degree that like people used to pursue where it was just like yep. go to college and like take lots of general upper division humanities style courses and yep. then like move on to being a person in the world <laughs> instead of like go to college for a highly specialized education yep. that no one will employ you to use yes um, yes oh, so i don't know uh, maybe they're doing it right <laughs> that's you know what we haven't done yet any of the shit we normally yeah <laughs> it's true uh, we should probably do a recap yeah. just because if people haven't seen this episode in a while they have no idea what's going on you figure it out <laughs> i was gonna say clearly we've uh we've we've made it very sure. clear what's happening well it's your episode, turn god damn it one more sip of coffee three Two, one. Eric accidentally ta- tackles the Romeo in the Romeo and Julia production of Pembroke, and so then he takes over because he's been there during the rehearsal process. He knows all the lines. So then they they do the production of that. They do uh, Hamlet. It goes well. Eric's getting great reviews, so a bunch of places show up to scout him. One of those is ABC. He goes out and does a TV show. He's horrible because he's only ever done Shakespeare. He gets fired. Meanwhile, Jack and... Sean have chicken pox and Topanga comes over to take care of them. She finds out that Sean uh, doesn't really think that they're friends and then they make amends and become friends again. Yeah. That was I, have, time. I have two things. Yes. One, um, Eric does not tackle Romeo. <laughs> that was <laughs> the a, first thing you a, said. Oh, did I? <laughs> yes. You said oh. Eric tackles Romeo. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the wall that the, tackles him. Yes. The balcony falls. So apparently. by transitive property, oh, Eric sure. tackles. Okay. Because yes. he built the wall that tackles the guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if we're talking in mathematical works, terms. Then Eric is liable for the, the injury. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to... When you started to talk about chicken box, did you want to say Eric and Jack? No, damn it. No, you didn't. You didn't. Oh, good. You didn't say that, but you kind of paused. paused. You said Jack and yep. okay. yes, Sean. Yes, yes, yes. And I did it a minute ago. Before we were talking, I said Jack and Sean. Like, I was about yes. to say Eric. It's very hard I now know. to say Jack and Sean instead of Jack and Eric. Which is weird because we just had a heavy, like, beginning season, very Jack-Sean heavy. But now Eric and Jack are best friends. I was thinking so... about this the other day. Jack is introduced chiefly as a it feels like you know like when he's introduced it's like and this is gonna be like the jack and sean yes like brothers thing and we do that for like the first half of this season mm-hmm. through through christmas ish yeah uh and we get some jack and eric shenanigans mm-hmm. it almost feels like they're testing it both out it's like yes they're is like it, what is the should it be more jack and sean more? or should it be more jack and eric yeah. and by the end of this season and for the next two seasons it is definitively Jack and Eric yes. as like the the buddies. Um, in Absolutely. fact, I, so my friend sent me a TikTok the other day that was just like a compilation. Of, yes. Uh, it was it was it was like hashtag Gay Pride, and it was a compilation of, oh of just God. Jack and Eric C. Happy Pride Month, you guys. Where it was just stuff that was like apparent, like so obviously in love between these two men. Oh. <laughs> I love that, yes. honestly. The best relationship on this show. Yes. Prove me wrong. Right. And so in this episode, we have one of the, like, I don't know, not the last. We're going to get some more Jack and Sean stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, we've we've gravitated away 
So correct, yes. And, and we've we're riding the Jack and Eric train, so it's weird to say Jack and Sean. It is it doesn't come out as easily. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. But I feel good about that. Like mm-hmm. I feel good about Jack and Eric. Oh yeah. No, it lands well. It's great. And I still like that Sean lives there and Sean and Jack have moments together, but definitely I would prefer Eric and Jack, so I'm glad that's the direction that they decided to go. Absolutely. More interesting for sure. And much more fun, the two of them. So what'd you learn? What did we learn? I don't know. I don't. Uh, It's hard. Do you want me to go? Mine is good. You go first if you've got a really good one. Because I feel like I... You can piggyback off my I'll own probably own piggyback own. because I don't That's critically fine. I don't know. I have to think really hard about the Eric plot line to be like what I learned. That's fair. Um because I, I have of... a blast with it. And the B plot yeah. is probably something I could learn. But you go ahead. That's fair. I actually took from the A plot leading into Feeney's lesson at the end. And so what I learned is the things that we face in life aren't easy, but we should never compromise our character when things get hard. Mm, wow. Wow, we that's a that's a quote painted on an English classroom wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it feels like a very stereotypical Feeney lesson. And that's not exactly what he was trying to say, but I kind of was like I leaned into what he was saying, took some of the underlying and then also reached just a little bit. So we had this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because have you read William Daniels' book? No, not yet. There are definitively parts of that where I'm like, oh man, there were times where you were kind of probably an asshole. <laughs> like, I mean, generally speaking, Just in general in life. generally speaking, you were probably a delightful human to work with mm-hmm. on set, but like you've been so ingrained in this life since mm-hmm. your literal childhood that like I can tell there were a couple of times here that this probably got you. Was, yeah. um, so that's kind of funny to, to think about. Like even with this show, like he didn't particularly. Yeah, he didn't love want to do hanging with no. like the kids or you know between he was shots. Very, like, we're it was separate. very much his own thing, which like yeah. doesn't you know he's not an asshole the way like the others are portrayed here. Obviously, yes. like he just kind of kept to himself from what we what we know. But yeah, um, it is I you know it's always fun to hear the the, the backroom drama. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm I'm right now. I'm very I've, I've talked about this in the last couple of weeks. You know, I'm very deep in my Fast and Furious um, yes. journey. <laughs> and the it only gets more fun to hear about Vin Diesel and The Rocks. Uh, hate, oh, they hate each other. <gasps> they despise each other. I didn't know this either until I had started, like, trucking on these movies. You know, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not going to say that it surprises sure. me because it really doesn't. Yeah, they, they fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just like, that's all my brain is. It's just I like Fast that. and Furious right Yeah, now. <laughs> I get that. That's how I was when I was doing my Marvel rewatch. I was yeah. just like, and that's like in Thor. Yeah. And everyone hated being around me and mm-hmm. I understand it. It's so much fun though. They're I, great fucking times to watch. I so. just went and saw In the Heights on ah, Friday. Yeah. And when I was there, I saw a poster for, F- for F9. F9. Yeah. F9 colon the Fast Saga. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> the do you all right? So there's these there's this YouTube series called Pitch Meetings. Have yeah. you ever seen those? Where no. It's this guy Ryan George where he he does them himself. So he plays the writer of the movie mm-hmm. and like the studio executive that's going to produce the movie. Yeah. And it's like a fictional pitch meeting where he like describes the entire movie to himself and like plays opposite himself. Anyway. And so he's done like all the Fast and Furious movies in these pitch meetings. And every time he does one, he's like the, you know, the executive character is like, so we got another Fast and Furious movie, right? Uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to make a, the seventh one. And I think it's pretty obvious what the title is going to be. And he's like, is it? 
He's like, yeah, well, you know, we had the Fast and the Furious. And then there was Too Fast, Too Furious. And then there was The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Then just Fast and Furious. Then Fast Five and Furious Six. So you know what the seventh one is called. And he's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell yeah, me? Yeah, you go ahead and tell me. So that I know like, that Furious, we're on the same right, page with this. Right, it says Furious Seven. And he's like, sure. <laughs> yes, like it's, and then with the eighth one, same thing is like the fate of the Furious. It's like where the fuck did that? Okay, <laughs> I mean I get it because fate, but like what? How could I have ever come up with that? Fate's a great pun, and so yeah, then F nine colon the fast That's saga makes so no. Funny. I don't know where they're getting the titles from. It makes no sense, but it's a blast. Sorry for the diversion. What That's I okay. <laughs> uh, I learned that. I feel like the lesson here is to like not be an asshole. And yeah. that's the A plot and the B plot because Sean's yeah. an asshole. He is. Um, and everyone in Hollywood is an asshole. Yes. Also and true. so, <laughs> you know, being like a kind person oh is a better way to live your life. <laughs> We're not going to get any of the stars on the show if we keep talking shit about Hollywood. We're like, everyone in Hollywood is an asshole. Everyone but come on our portrayed show. <laughs> in this episode yes, as is Hollywood asshole. is an asshole. That's fair. That's fair. There's not a single. Uh, Hollywood person portrayed. I got actually writer. I was gonna say writer's writer. Hollywood portrayal. Schneider. Schneider <laughs> is not an asshole apparently. No. And like, I don't necessarily think uh, Danielle's. I forget her name. I, I, don't, do, I don't even she's know. She's not they an say asshole. She just she's just the worst. Is the worst. She's <laughs> annoying as hell. But she's so good at it. Yeah. And I really want to know what Danielle Fischel is like in real life because I'm trying to think: Are these like the op? Were they like we're going to pick the opposite mm-hmm. kind of portrayal of who we are as people? So mm-hmm. is Danielle usually very like quiet and subdued, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh my god!" Like Janice from Friends. Ugh. But then Ryder, of course, who's very, like, timid and shy and, like, curled up in a ball. Like, if he's, like, super, like, charming and outgoing, like, in normal life, I feel like... And then Ben, you know, is, like, the kindest and, like, the funniest. And in this, he's not at all. So I'm trying to... I don't know if that's the way that it is, Mm -hmm. but that makes me... It almost makes me think that they're trying to portray, like, the 100% polar opposite of who they are as actual people. Yeah. So I'd be very interested to see what these people are like in real life, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um Specifically 20 years ago. Yes. After filming over 100 episodes of the same show. Yes. <laughs> yes. I also, um, I don't know if you saw this, but Trina, no, Ryder posted on Twitter, so you probably didn't see it. Nope. Ryder posted on Twitter and uh, tagged, I think it was Will Friedle, Danielle Fischel, and, and Trina, and they all went out for lunch. And Aww. he was like, we didn't take any pictures, but just picture your favorite episode plus 20 years. <laughs> so That's cute. So sweet. Good for that. So sweet. I almost tweeted back and was just like, interesting, you should call us next time so we can uh, we can all chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, I mean, listen, Trina's friend of the pod. We have true. an in. We, we did talk we to Trina. We have an in. Um, that's fine. Good for them. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's the big thing here. Jack's the only one that's not an asshole. I love Jack. Uh, I mean, Eric's not an asshole, obviously, in this episode either. No. But, yes. <sighs> don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Let's see, what are some of my other... You know, we already, like, railed about theater in college. Yeah, right. One of my favorite moments is in this episode where Eric tears up the paper and goes, That's not about me! And you can look, just if you watch Morgan, she is trying so hard. Even Amy is trying so not hard to, to hold break. it together. Yeah. I can imagine as soon as they yelled cut, they were all like, Dah! and just, like, lost their minds. Because mm-hmm. it's so, it's such a good it's moment a from Will. Yeah. It's one of my favorite moments in the entire series. Yeah. I think it's so funny. I think it's worth pointing out that this show does what every sitcom does when characters do a play. And that is take the 
smallest, most unrealistic parts of producing a play mm-hmm. and make that the only things you have to do. <laughs> yes. um, there's, I, I don't, I don't know of a show that I feel like has ever accurately put its characters in a play. No, I don't think so. It's kind like not even shows that focus on that. Well, like, it's, even Glee it's, it's or like, like yeah, anything. Glee doesn't do it. High School Musical, the musical, the series, kind of does. But then also takes like a ton of liberties where it's like, oh, you were doing this mildly accurate to what a high school play being put on would be like. But then you do shit like, oh, and we're going to add a new song for Miss Darbus or shit like that. And it's like, all right, well, there, there it went. You now, lost now, me. You're gone. now it's gone. Yep. <laughs> Why does Mr. Feeney take Eric to Hollywood? Why not one of his parents? They got to go to work. <laughs> and Feeney doesn't he's got vacation days he's got <laughs> Amy used up all of her vacation she's got a big open house that weekend like she just can't oh right because she's still a real estate agent yeah apparently, apparently. yeah uh, she's got Morgan's got some she's got a soccer game she can't that sounds possible yeah. I don't know it doesn't make any sense it's just it's, more fun I was gonna say <laughs> it's one of those things where they I'm sure maybe even in the writer's room they were like why is Feeney taking him again and they're like because it's fun and they were like alright Sure. I, I love a choice where it's like, it's clearly the more fun choice and we're not going to bother explaining it. You <laughs> it's know? just, we're going to let it, we're, we're gonna just going to, we're going to do the thing because it's obviously more fun that way. Love a little Chicago reference. The Windy City. It's wrong, but it's Oh, funny. when he calls LA the Windy City. The Windy City. Yeah. It's like, great. Love that. Mm-hmm. Too funny. It's, it's interesting to me as soon as he gets fired and Feeney's going on and on about being an actor takes hard work. You have to take classes, whatever. We already have seen, again, suspending suspending the disbelief, really believing that Juilliard came to Pembroke and saw Eric. Why doesn't he just go, go to Juilliard? Juilliard? Time-sensitive offer. I guess so. <laughs> they gave it's now or never. Yeah, they they gave, gave him an ultimatum. They, they said, take it now or I'm giving it to yeah. Ben 19. Uh, Troy Bolton. Obviously Troy Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. No, he doesn't go to Juilliard. Actually, I think that's all my notes. Who's your MVP? Mm. Let me check my other notes, too. I'm torn, if I'm being honest. Okay. Because I kind of want to give it to Jack. Okay. And I also kind of want to give it to Feeney. That's fair. Who are you going to give it to? I was going to give it to Feeney. Then so I'll give it to Jack. It to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So well, I'll give it to Jack, because Jack's a good guy in this. Yeah. And also... Yeah, he just I, Sean's Sean's being a douche, and Jack brings that home. Yeah, so Jack. Yeah, I think definitely you can rally for Jack or Feeney because the A plot and the B plot are so polarized. Yeah, so from each other. so opposite and so removed. So then Feeney is the MVP of Eric's of the A plot of mm-hmm. Eric's situation, and Jack is the MVP of the B situation. There so we go. I think they both deserve it. They're Amazing. both well deserving. Yeah, I love the little stinger on this episode, the little the button at the end. Yes. The, where they're filming the show and Will. Will flips storms out off and they're like, off. Will flip out again? It's a blast. Banana Boy. Yes, that's a great. You want to be a star? That, that's that moment. And, and then there was Sean with the shrouded figure running out, are the mm-hmm. two two of my favorites like stingers in the entire series. Yes. They're great little buttons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, in the dialogue is like an eye for no explainable reason decided to do laundry yes. <laughs> like the, the just acknowledging the absurdity of the premise yep. to then allow it's 
It's a good bet. I just love the self, all of the, the self-awareness yeah. going into this of like Corey or, um, well, Ben Savage. What's his name in the thing? Sandwich? Ben. It's ben, still Ben. Be, uh, ben Sandwich. Bread Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's Ben Sandwich. But just yeah. like him it, going, I, we did this story already. How do I... How, how can I, I learn so much and still be so stupid? Yes. All right, yeah. Yes, exactly. Love that bit. Yes, just all of the, the self-awareness. It's so, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Love that in this. Mm-hmm. Love the, again, the, how can the nine desks, we've referenced it before when Feeney is like, oh, yeah. I can't believe that they're uh, like well, nine with camera angles, it'll look much bigger. <laughs> That's diabolical. It's a good, which, it's hilarious because, I, maybe this isn't for everybody, but after you see that scene, mm-hmm. every time you look at the classroom, you like count the desks. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, every time yep. we go into the classroom, I look at it and I like count heads. Yep. And I think there's actually 12. I was going to say, the usually time. there's 12. Yeah. Usually there's uh, it's 12. More often than not, I am seeing 12 desks from their camera angles. Which they probably did that on purpose for this episode. Took out three or mm-hmm. four because it, three, <laughs> can't do math. It took out three because then they were like, even... This will look even less believable because there are only nine, mm-hmm. as opposed to when we normally do it. And there's twelve, yes. so they're generally to, they're covering their own ass a little bit. Right. Generally, we're <laughs> but, seeing twelve. Yeah. Yes. Just uh, funny. I mean, it's I don't know. It's not unbelievable for a classroom of twelve students in a high school. It just means that you're a well-funded small Private. high school. I was going to say, I <laughs> it's not believable for a public school. No, in a city. no, no. Especially not. Depending on where they are, like suburbs of Philadelphia. No. Yeah, that's that'd not... be like somewhere in the suburbs of Chicago having a in like a wealthy North Shore private yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no, they no would sense. easily have a class of like twenty five students. Yeah, even my classrooms. I think we consistently had like twenty kids, and I graduated oh, yeah. with a class of seventy. No, my my classrooms were consistently between twenty two and thirty two students. But probably something else that I just now thought of. We probably had less options as far as like classes go. You, you, I'm sure had, oh, we had way a lot. more yeah, classes. Yeah, I mean, my graduating so then, class was like 400. Yeah, kids, so. yeah. So then, obviously, they, we, I still probably had a similar class size to you. Classes like literal classroom size, right. number of students in a classroom. Yes, because we just had less options. So yes, they, we were corralled together no, a lot my high more. school had <laughs> over 1200 students in it at any given time oh my god so that sounds <laughs> stressful Whew. it was a big high school yeah no kidding mm-hmm. i and that's something that i like ever everyone i knew who went to public school they all had big class sizes like it's i'm i'm the oddball because i yeah. only had 70 kids in my graduating class right it's because you went to private good school. good private christian school oh so. yeah us public school motherfuckers know what it's like <laughs> to walk into the classroom and find out that if you got there late then you have that one shitty desk left in the corner nope. because every other one is full yep or god you know early in the, in the semester you often end up in a classroom where there aren't enough desks and you have to like figure it out for the first week oh until they get God. a second desk. That's awful. Oh yeah, that shit would happen all the time. Oh my God. It was always like the first week of school as like people are like, you know, the, there would always be like at least one or two classrooms that would have like to fig- find another desk for like two or three days and like reorganize the room and everything. Oh, oh yeah. my God. For sure. All the time. Oh, great. Well, good to know. <laughs> so anyway. So that's that. That's that on that. Okay. That's how we end this podcast, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, bye.
Thanks for going to Hollywood with us. Check us out online on all your social media thingies where you go to do stuff, uh, including <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you know, I rode uh, I rode two buses today for the first time in a long time. Nice. And uh, being back on a commute, it was just like, oh yeah, this is what we do. Yep. We pop in those headphones yep. and we we, we podcast, pod- we gram, we, we yep. TikTok. We you, can you guess Snapchat? what podcast I was, or can you guess the subject of the podcast I listened to? Something about Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure I was thinking like this was. pod. I was like, no, maybe another, no, no, maybe no. like Bra Meets World or something like that. No, and then no, I was no. like, wait a second, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> no, I went, I saw Fate of the Furious on Friday night. Nice. Uh, or on, no, yeah, it was on Friday night. I saw Fate of the Furious. And so I listened to the How Did This Get Made yes. episode of Fate of the Furious. Love that. It was a blast. I need to listen to that more. How I do like that show. That's fun. I think time. a lot of the movies I haven't seen, which is why I don't listen to it that much. I agree. There, it's it's not as fun to listen to if you haven't seen mm-hmm. the movie. You can find us on the things, social media, at the Phoenix Call Podcast, Phoenix Call Podcast at Gmail. If you want to let us know your thoughts and feelings on Eric Hollywood, it's a great one. Not really super deep, so unless you have like a hot take randomly of this episode, but you can also leave us a voicemail. Link for that is in our Instagram bio and in the description of this episode. And yeah, woohoo! <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's how this one ends. That's with, all. with it. And That's it. I'm not gonna say it. No, you have to say it. <laughs> I will cut and paste another one in if you don't say it. I'm uh, not above it. All right, fine. Now you, now you, the listener, won't know if the one you hear right now is cut and pasted or if it's mine. It's a mystery. That's true. And even if you say it now, I still might cut that. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> As always, class dismissed.